0: TBS anthology series, Miracle Workers, starring Daniel Radcliffe and Steve Buscemi, premiered its third season last night, with new showrunners, no source material to guide them, and a setting shift to the Wild West. I'll be asking what worked, what didn't, and throwing out some facts I learned along the way. Happy Bastille Day, everyone. You're listening to today's episode. (laughs) So before this, when was the last time you saw Daniel Radcliffe in anything? I think it was
1: Miracle Workers season one. You watched season one? Yeah, the whole season. And season two? No, I didn't, I didn't see season two. Because you didn't like season one? No, I just never found the time to watch it.
0: Okay. So what is the difference between season
1: one and season three? Really nothing. I mean, the characters are kind of exactly the same, and it feels like they're repeating story arcs. Like, you have Daniel Radcliffe, who plays Ezekiel this season, and he's b- basically trying to go after Prudence, who is the girl from Blockers and uh, The Package and everything, and he's just trying to get with her, and that's almost exactly like season one. Uh, I feel So the like love interest is the same. Love interest is the same, and also uh, Benny the Teen, who is played by uh, Steve Buscemi. He's <laughs> because kind of... of his
0: youthful demeanor.
1: <laughs> Well, that's that's the joke they're going with. I get that. He, he plays God in season one, and he's kind of the main focus point of uh, this whole entire town trying to go to this Oregon Trail. But he plays like a kind of
0: mean God, right?
1: Yeah, he plays like a very sarcastic guy. Dismissive. Yeah. He doesn't really care about anybody. In the first season, he wants to basically end the world because he feels like with climate change and all the problems that it has, it's just better to get rid of it than even try to solve it at all. Mm -hmm. But uh, the people that work below God, who are called miracle workers, do not want the world to end because they feel like if if it does, they aren't going to have a job. So the gist of
0: season one was that Daniel Radcliffe was an angel, right? Yeah. And, and then, he was just working, kind of, to get things under, to get Earth running again. Yeah, basically, he was and performing just, miracles.
1: Yeah, and uh, the girl from Blockers is, is there to help him. And, I thought um, she was the main
0: character, and he was... She is, she okay. is.
1: Uh, but they go to this box of, like... Uh, you don't have to get that, too far uh, into well, season one. Well, I this just... is just all on the pilot. Um, it's just, basically, they need to complete this task, and God gives them two weeks to, and if they're able to complete this task, which is bringing a person named Sam and Laura together, uh, he won't get rid of Earth.
0: Yeah, and every title of the first season is, like, 12 days uh, left, yeah. 10 days left, it's one hour It's counting down left.
1: the days, yeah.
0: Yeah, well, in this season, you're saying that it's similar... How can this be similar? It's about the Oregon Trail.
1: Yeah, it's about the Oregon Trail. But like uh, like I said, Ezekiel kind of plays, Daniel Radcliffe plays the same character. I feel like he, if I were to priest. watch season two. Or a reverend. I, I mean the same kind of like, likeable protagonist who has some faults. Like, for example, he's trying I to I feel get... like you
0: missed a lot in season two because they did kind of flip people. Like Steve Buscemi's character who played that dismissive god in the first season went to play this upbeat person who just <laughs> okay, picks so. up shit. Well, <laughs> like you know, that's his job. He goes around and he's a ship picker-upper.
1: At least in season three, it seems like they maybe reverted back to season one a little bit because he's still kind of playing that sarcastic character. Um, are there more scenes between Steve Buscemi and Daniel Radcliffe? Yeah, I mean there are. It's a short. It's a short episode though. Like this episode ended, and I was like, oh, we're already at the ending. Like because, so, went by fast. Yeah, yeah, that's I a good thing. Say so yeah, it is a good thing. Um, the problem I think I have most with the show is the fact that uh. It, it's just trying to be funny and that's fine. Like it has a certain type of innocence to it where it's not trying to go for any type of like shock value humor or it's not trying to offend anyone. And that's fine. It's just the fact that it isn't that funny in the end. Like there's not a lot of jokes where I was actually. They laughing. don't land. Yeah. In fact, I feel like there were a lot of jokes where they were really trying to make it hilarious. For example, um, I'll, I'll get into the plot a little bit uh ezekiel is trying to get people from oregon because they're all dying from this uh disease called cholera obviously cholera cholera, cholera. yeah <laughs> cholera and, did
0: you have subtitles
1: on and you just wrote that well no i i, I wasn't sure how to write it but yeah <laughs> all right um, and he's trying to get everyone did you ever play the oregon trail in school i played the oregon trail game
0: yes for a little bit that everyone played from the 80s onward. Well, the yeah, I feel like that's how
1: most people ended
0: up learning yeah, it. Yeah, and people died of cholera, people died of dysentery. People yeah, died we, yeah, of yeah. drowning or and I lack assume of food. I assume
1: poison ivy as well because that's kind of brought up later on in the. Do episode. Do you know who
0: that? How that game actually came about? No, I don't. So it's got an interesting little tale. You got Steve Jobs creating his computers, right? Yeah. And then you have the Minneapolis, or sorry, the Minnesota like state education program, and there's a group of teachers in 1971 who's like, "Hey, let's make a game for our kids to learn something." <laughs> and so they put it out on their computer system, and then at the end of the year, they delete it. And but they, they keep the yeah, but they keep the code for it, and then later on it gets sort of like pushed up the ladder until it's all, in all the Minnesota databases, and they sell it to Apple, and when Apple trucks out, it's Apple II computers, and almost every school in the country buys them for their own like <laughs> right, classes. Yeah those games are already outfitted for those computers
1: yeah it was a really fun game i remember it even and yeah was and one of the, on the things that
0: they wanted to make sure that it was fun that it didn't like stuff down the learning into your like face you know yeah so you didn't get tired <laughs> of it like there are educational games that you can buy today that have been made in the last couple of years where it's just like solving math problems over and over and over again
1: yeah but there's also things like portal which like actual schools use really yeah portal, you portal you know replaced about... Oregon trail I think so. Like, you didn't know that people actually Oregon use Oregon Trail actually methods. has, like,
0: dates and times and, and things that happen. Portal is just, like, I think it's just spatial the, pu- the puzzling
1: aspect, but, like, you, you learn from it. But, yeah, so Ezekiel is trying to get his people, because he mm-hmm. plays a priest. Um, so he's the wagon driver or whatever. Yeah. Because they it, ask it, you at the
0: beginning <laughs> of the game
1: who, who's going to lead your wagon. I guess if you want to say it like that kind of, yeah. He's trying to get people out of Oregon, but they're like, no, we don't really want to go. And so he goes into church, and he starts praying, and he's like, God, give me a sign that, like, we should get out of Oregon. And Steve Buscemi from God shows up like the first season basically like he comes in the doors and you see the bright lights behind him and it's supposed to they bring like,
0: back the first season's god no he
1: doesn't uh, steve Buscemi doesn't play god but like it's kind of a would, callback where okay. it's like you hear kind of angels in the background and he's like hey but right after that that's when Sibu faints and then the people of oregon try to help him because it turns out that he had some gunshot wounds going on so like godless right exactly i hear
0: there's a lot of physical comedy by yeah, Steve yeah, Buscemi yeah, in
1: this episode. Yeah, yeah, there is. Um, Does he fall a lot? Yeah, especially in one scene, which I feel like they were trying to make really funny. Um, he did all his stunts. Well, it's not like that. Are you joking about that? I am that? joking about it. Okay, that. yeah. Well, there's not really that many stunts to do, but the point is that uh, Ezekiel tries to get... Uh, Steve Buscemi to bring the people to Oregon because he's the only one who really has a map. And be like his
0: protector, like the person who like makes right. sure the coyotes don't go after them or something. <laughs>
1: exactly. But Steve Buscemi doesn't want to go to Oregon because he's trying to hide from the law. Because uh, So he's a wanted man. But yeah, you think I mean, that
0: a wanted man would want to leave.
1: Right, well, no, he wants to stay in Oregon so that he can hide. But the Oregon people who don't know that he's Benny the Teen learn that Benny the Teen is in town. So then when he hears about that, he's like, okay, you know what, let's actually go to Oregon. And then that's yeah, when everyone so packs up their bags and starts heading They're off. not in
0: Oregon currently, that wouldn't make any sense. No,
1: sorry, yeah, no, they're, they're like just in the West and they're trying to get to Oregon. So at this point, uh, that's when we get uh to know Prudence and prudence's husband and prudence's husband is played by sam i think in the first season of miracle workers okay and he his like main joke is the fact that he is continually getting sick like he drinks pond water and he gets dysentery and he starts like having a and since because of that he like starts going to the bathroom and starts wiping himself with poison ivy a lot of fart jokes is what i read yeah that especially in one scene like that's when you first learn that he has dysentery right before they're about to have sex it's it's strange, like it kind of felt like it came out of nowhere a little bit. Like it was just trying to get the joke across. Right, exactly. But like, I what would you give this episode in the end? Uh, it, it's difficult. Too because, early to tell. Yeah, I think it's because especially they're laying out the groundwork for it. Like in the first season, of Miracle Workers, I really enjoyed the pilot yeah. because I felt like they did a good job of kind of establishing every single character. Well,
0: like I said in the intro. It was based on source material. And so was the second season, sort of. The first season was based on a novel, sort of like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy type novel. The second season was based on a a series of short stories by the same author who did the uh, novel of the first one. So you've never heard of Simon Rich, have you? No. Okay. Some things about him. He's the youngest writer ever hired for SNL. He was six years old. No, yeah, was like, he was 24. Uh, he went to work for Pixar afterwards. Oh, okay. He created the Jay Baruchel show, uh, Man Seeking Woman. Oh, I thought you, I thought the Jay Baruchel show, show. And was that the was name based on the, that was based on one of his books as well. Right. Yeah. And then he wrote and produced an American pickle. The Seth <laughs> Rogen movie
1: about yeah, a guy okay. who
0: was preserved in pickle juice for over 100 years and then, well, woke that, up that explains how he's to eating. get himself canceled.
1: Yeah, that <laughs> yeah. explains why he was able to get such people like Daniel Radcliffe and probably Super Semi and a yeah, lot of like movies. He's actors. a published
0: author of plenty of stories, right? Yeah, and I think he's working on something else right now about like a murdering unicorn or something, but he left, he left, he, he's not part of this third season, so the oh, people who okay. came in there um had worked with him on things like man seeking woman or the office future man i was going to ask you are there other shows that this is related to because i have a list here it could I be think like the,
1: another period where like the, another period really that joking well because like, that's that's just pure out comedy in this uh, well yeah so is this i there's very little drama so this is that like actually goes
0: unbreakable on. Kim, kimmy schmidt type yeah comedy. yeah
1: totally and i, I say no another seriousness period, whatsoever not really, no, especially for this episode. It's a big cast for, for, like, no seriousness. <laughs> there, there's really no drama. I mean, again, Steve me within the first five minutes, opens up a church door, and there's lights behind him like he's God, and says, hey, and then faints right afterwards. Let's but, do
0: this. You say better or worse, or tell me, like, whether or not they're related at all okay, when right, I go through. Right.
1: Last Man on Earth. Yeah, and, uh, like, kind of, I guess. Better we're... or worse? Oh, worse. Worse, worse. okay. Yeah. So, go watch the Wolf 4D shows
0: I and I say that one because it's more like the Dark Ages one, the second season. What is Galavan? That haven't... was that song one, the musical that uh, had oh, the guy from Psych oh, in it. Oh, All right, we'll move I on. Yeah, to I never Man saw Seeking it. Woman.
1: Oh, uh, worse than Man Seeking Woman. That was yeah, it was. A funny I think show. I think because Eric Andre just plays such a great character in Man Seeking Woman, but
0: okay. <laughs> Young Doctor's Notebook. Remember what that one was? John Hamm, Daniel Radcliffe. He really likes to Oh, been, oh, he's yeah. He's been yeah, a priest yeah, yeah, yeah. now.
1: He's been a king he's been a doctor and he's been a wizard. <laughs> I never really saw that show but I'd say actually this is probably better than that. Well, I mean it depends on the crowd you're looking for. The good place. Uh yeah
0: yeah a- a- tone wise I think. The first season. Yeah, more so. Yeah. Okay. God friended me. Again, first season. <laughs> I think this is better than God. When you friended look up me, shows yeah. <laughs> like this it pops up with those two the first always. Okay. Um then no activity? Cause I heard that Tim Anderson or Tim Meadows was in the first season. Yeah, as well. he was, he was but he's not in this season.
1: Yeah. he like speaks to God. I think in episode three, uh, I think this is especially better than season four of no activity. Yeah.
0: Hey. Okay. Um, so the first season you said dealt with the afterlife or heaven. The second season dealt with the dark ages. This season deals with the West. The cast was asked what they wanted to see the fourth season. If they could pick uh, okay. would right. be about, and in my immediate, like, what would you say?
1: It feels like know. really
0: easy to say, okay, they should go to space, because that was the first thing I thought of, and then like half the cast said that. But you know who didn't say that? I'm gonna guess Cibusemi. No, Karan Sony, the Karan guy Son- who, yeah, I was just about and him why up, yeah. would he not say that?
1: Oh, because he because did that was, space show, yeah, right? Yeah, he was and, literally in a <laughs> show where he starred. Uh, yeah, it's a space person. Well, yeah, I was gonna bring a cartoon because it
0: canceled. Yahoo ended. He's
1: other he, spaces. That's true, but he's a bounty hunter in this episode, and he's trying to find Benny the Teen, and in the slapstick kind of comedic way that you were talking about that Steve Buscemi does. Um, like Daniel Radcliffe figures out that. Uh, Jim Nobody, that's the name that Super Sammy was going under, was Benny the Teen and kinda shows the bounty hunter where he is. Do they and, care? Is it it's like one of those things where they find out he's Benny the Teen? And it's like, ah. No, That's it was one, guy, of, right it was right one on. of those things where they figure out he's Benny the Teen, like all the Oregon people, and they're all like, hey, we have a celebrity in our miss," and they're yeah. very happy about it, but Benny the Teen, when he sees the uh, bounty hunter, is like, you can see, you can see me, but you're not going to catch me, and then he's like, to the trees it is, and he flies out of the wagon, and then he just <laughs> falls flat on his face. I guess I might be describing it funnier than it actually was, because it was one of those things where, you know when you see a movie, and then you you know that they were trying to get a big laugh, and no one laughs in the theater, it kind of felt like that. I know, but it's Steve Buscemi,
0: and Steve Buscemi has been in, like, serious like Reservoir Dogs and then you also have him in uh, Boardwalk Empire and just imagine him playing such a ridiculous role like the way Radcliffe explained it, it it sounds like the perfect thing for him because he likes to just keep on doing different stuff and so he's in a show where every season uh, even with COVID, they come back and he's playing a completely different character, but with like the same cast. Yeah, and
1: I will say that like, had I not known that anyone was in this show, had I just heard that I had to watch this and seen it, and I probably would have been surprised by the people that shown up and maybe would have liked it a little bit more, but since I had seen season one Miracle Workers, it might just been one of those things where I maybe might be expecting a little bit more. By the end of the episode, the bounty hunter does take May the team, but Ezekiel and Prudence end up actually saving him, and then they just go back on the Oregon Trail, and that's the end of the episode but again it's not so re- is it gonna be like a week by week story yeah and that's how the first season was like tim meadows character only shows up for one episode but it was just an episodic storyline i mean, guess gotcha. kept going on cool so do you have a
0: favorite character then
1: I did like uh current Sony's introduction because it, it was one of those things where it defied expectations. He gets off his horse and then he like he looks up and it's supposed to be very dramatic, but then he's like, "Hey guys, you know I'm not kidding." <laughs> yeah. and he always plays that character, but I guess it really worked here for this. Season. He's he's on for two more Deadpool. Uh, his contract through oh, two it. more Deadpools
0: <laughs> you know, well, that doesn't necessarily mean that he'll be in it if they don't
1: call well, him well I was going to say that like his character because he does play the same in everything especially like in big Old Andy Donna's house of fun way he plays, that's like, right Jerry Seinfeld. Seinfeld Jimmy Seinfeld Jimmy Seinfeld yeah no, Jerry Seinfeld it's like he will either be I feel like the best part of your uh, show or the worst part and I feel like in Deadpool although I like him like personally I don't like his character in Deadpool I feel like he doesn't add much to it as a taxi so. driver yeah uh huh uh, this show has a 7.0 on
0: IMDb. It's not really affected by the, this season yet because it just came out. Do you agree? Disagree?
1: I mean, yeah, I think I, again, I feel like between this and season one's pilot, this one is definitely worse. I just think that they need to get better with the jokes because it's not trying to have a great story. Is it like Blazing Saddles or is it like, uh, what was that uh, 90s movie with um, Billy Crystal and Ben and Jerry? Uh, City Slickers. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I've never seen it, but I've seen the poster for this season, and it seems like they're kind of copying City Slickers' poster a little bit, like 10 same color tones and everything. They time. do
0: like to borrow from it. Like in last season, the Dark Ages one, they were doing Black Adder and Monty Python's, uh, like that type of old history. They weren't trying yeah. to be uh, uh, true to facts. Like they weren't. Oh, yeah, to, you know,
1: no, yeah, no, I, <laughs> I understand this that. This is not historically accurate yeah, at all. Yeah, like, no, Daniel Radcliffe <laughs> says to them um, with the corona disease, what is it called again, Calora? cholera cholera. yeah he's like everybody he's like everybody uh stay six feet apart (laughs) oh yeah definitely COVID joke in there i did hear about that
0: uh there's actually been two other tv series there have been a ton of movies but two other tv series called the oregon trail one is
1: i feel like one is a mini series that like got one season
0: oh they well they're both limited series one is a 2017 youtube web series mockumentary with a few thousand views and an 8.1 on imdb (laughs) So it has only a thousand views, but, but it's somehow an IMDb page. It's <laughs> impressive in that route. Uh The other one was a 1976 NBC show that ran for about a season and was filmed in Flagstaff, Arizona. And I think followed some guy who had like remarried and his kids and they were crossing the Oregon Trail. <laughs> it was just a Western show. <laughs> yeah, okay, Yeah. It, but it competed against Charlie's Angels, so it got canceled real quick. Uh, well, Like you said, it was a main series, so it wasn't supposed to go past season one, right? No, it was a limited series because it got canceled. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah. Um, as one of TBS's last remaining original scripted shows since the 18T acquisition of Time Warner, what makes this so special that it can be in the same crowd as, say, Chad? Chad. <laughs> well, if you think about it, there really aren't that many TBS original shows anymore. Apparently, uh, American Dad is was pulled over to it. um You have this, you have Chad, and then you have the last OG, and that's it. Everything else has either moved or been canceled. So uh, it was Search Party. It moved over to HBO right. Max. Yeah. Um, and then I'll think of the other one. In Aside
1: a from American Dad, I feel like this is definitely better than Chad and uh both and the last Sochi but i think that the thing that probably makes this special is just the fact that there it is fun to see like these actors like Daniel Radcliffe and uh the girlfriend Blockers and Steve Buscemi and even the uh Todd Prince's husband because i know he's been in things like the Baywatch movie and and just other things it's fun to see these actors play their roles like there's definitely something to to where like such big names are playing such goofy characters i'm just saying and i think that that's probably what you makes just it just wish we had special. more
0: and maybe that's because the writer isn't there anymore they're- original one uh do you know who they originally had in steve buscemi's role because he was a they replacement. originally had someone uh, yeah someone else was going to be the uh, part of the executive producers someone main just character. as
1: old i don't know
0: no not just as old, a little bit younger He has actually been in a tv series very recently that we did but they yeah. had creative differences and he decided not to take part in this series they had creative differences over
1: like the role he was playing that's over the god
0: role yeah i i don't know and it's funny because if you've seen him in enough you think he would be like a super laid-back dude and just because there's creative differences doesn't mean that but Owen Wilson that's who it is wait what? are you supposed to be playing God yeah Luke I would... Wilson actually sorry not Owen. no it was Owen well <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah I, w- I maybe would have preferred seeing him because I would I think it's funnier to see he's like able to do comedy better and also seeing him every single season playing I think it's character. better if it
0: would have prevented him from being in Loki then yeah I but think, it... then I think that he chose the right route
1: I mean yeah and I I'm Like, also, like, Steve Buscemi, but still seeing Owen Wilson play God, especially, like, how, like, relaxed and, like, chill dude he is, like, playing God, that that would have been funny. I would have liked to see Owen Wilson be really hyper, like, Steve Buscemi is in the first season. Do you know why they keep the title the same? No, I have no idea. I mean, they say Miracle Workers, the Oregon trail. So, I mean, I think it's just one of those things. Yeah, there's it's... no purpose behind it. It just wants everybody to know that it's the same show. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it doesn't want to have to keep on reselling itself every single time, even though it's a different uh, plot. Um I have another fact if you want to hear it, but I just, are you done with everything yeah, like the show? When
1: I say that that was a plot of the episode, that seriously was completely the plot of the episode. Like, I've covered basically everything.
0: Alright, so you know how the word cartoon came into existence? No. Okay, so <laughs> I was doing the research for the Simon Rich guy, who didn't do this season, right? But originally wrote the book Mm -hmm. that the first one was not uh based off of and he went to harvard and he wrote for the harvard lampoon i think Mm -hmm. and that magazine has been around or whatever it is uh, has been around for since the mid-1800s and it came about from undergrads who really liked this other magazine thing that was called punch and punch was like the first uh first magazine that created cartoons or gave the word an actual meaning
1: was it like the first one? Like Obviously, there
0: have always been like sketches and like stuff like that. But this was the first time that they were like actually calling them cartoons. And it was back in the early 1800s. I just found that interesting. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, were they doing
1: actual comics or was it just like. Don't a press Patrick me on Brian. it. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> all right.
0: Well, all right. so overall, you thought that the show was OK. Not great. That's where we'll lead this. Uh, we're coming up on our 200th episode and on our 200th episode, we'll review all the last 100 that we did. Like we did the 100th episode and it kind of just goes over what uh, our top 10 favorites and any updates that, uh,
1: any individual, like a lot of them got canceled. A lot of them got (laughs) renewed. Everything from the history of swear words till 199.
0: History of swear words was the first one. Yeah. Since our hundred. Okay. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Bye. Bye.